thing where no, 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 the very beginning <laughs> where it's just like, <laughs> this is not that king. <laughs> and this, is, and this is not waiting for that age. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't retain any of it. <laughs> Episode number 30. Getting us in the mood. <laughs> we have myself, Mike, Palumbo, Jamin. This is weirdly timed out well that I'm playing the song and he's playing the, vi the movie. And Cody. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm just trying to watch Cody it. Cody Wambolt. Yes, you have seen it. Alright, so we got some ducks. <laughs> There's like 20 minutes of ducks and goats in the beginning. Alright, I'm gonna turn it Are on. they friends or? Okay, I'm gonna tell the audience what we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> now which now which is <laughs> the, the Green Knight. I, I left for like, what, two weeks or so? And when I come back. The angle's different. Jed has a new podcast, which by the time this comes out, you know, you'll probably already know that. But listen to Jed's podcast, the Story Acceleration Podcast. And, you know, our podcast is getting a whole new it's different. face. It's getting a whole new face. And uh, it took you leaving for us to realize how to make it good. <laughs> and well, now we're going to be talking about, uh, I think, a little bit more movies. Uh, in our story, and we're trying to fine-tune it, you know? I mean, yeah. if you've been listening to it, God bless you, because uh, it's all over the place. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, We're we, figuring it out. We know who both of you are, and we're grateful that you've been listening. We know who both Thank you, Cody, in the future for watching this. <laughs> uh, so, needless to say, The Green Knight uh, is a, a beautiful film. It is a it's, movie. It's very ambiguous, and there's going to be spoilers throughout this whole thing. I Literally, all I wanted was to watch the... The title cards, but it why it, it cut a dude. You watched the movie. Well, you yeah, I watched. It. I watched it a month. Let's start ago. at the beginning. Um, you watched it before. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought you watched it like for this. So we have not no, I watched talked, it a month. Ago. Even though you watched it a month ago, I have not talked to either of you guys about this movie yeah. yet. No, maybe two words. Yeah, you and said I, Green Knight. I said <laughs> okay. I I got the impression that you didn't like it, Jamin. You were kind of like, eh, so. I was keeping my cards close to my chest. Oh. Wearing the Crusaders <laughs> shirt. How did that? Were you serendipitous? <laughs> were you saying cards because you saw cards, or did that just work out? <laughs> it just worked. Amazing. Yeah, that's what you get when you tune into the Votary podcast. Serendipitous moments happening left and right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, today we're putting all our cards on the table. Oh my god. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys there. understand the beginning of the movie? Uh, Hold on. Which one? The the first scene where? No, no, no. The very beginning <laughs> where it's just like. <laughs> this is not that king. <laughs> and, this is and this is not waiting for that age. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't retain any of it. I, I, was I literally like, forgot. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Now. And then he bursts into flame. It's like so poetic and beautiful. But I was like, I got the impression like, come along for a wacky ride. But I have no idea what she said. When like the voiceover, it was just, yeah, yeah. it was literally sounded like Cody just now. When you watch movies, well, you were in a theater, so you didn't have this option. But if yeah. you're watching a movie... Um, okay, here I'll, I'll just say what I'm my ideal 
movie viewing experience is I'm watching a movie I've never seen before and I'm by myself and I'm in my house so that if I want to, <laughs> I can pause the movie and go back and rewatch a scene sure. before proceeding to the next I, scene. I, I often put on subtitles just for a few lines mm-hmm. because it drives me crazy when I don't know... Because I'll think I'll be like, oh, I skipped a line or I missed a line. I didn't understand them, and I'm like, oh, it's probably nothing. But, but is I, it? Yeah. But that's but it, it's yeah. rarely nothing. I I do it all the time. I go back and put subtitles on, rewatch the scene, and yeah. I feel like am I am I doing a disservice to the viewing of this movie by just not letting it do its thing and then watching it again later? But sure. I, I feel like in the moment, I just want to know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think <laughs> this movie was a hard one to know exactly what's going on the whole time. I think I said what the F to myself out loud like six times throughout yeah. the movie. I was like, what the, what? Yeah. No, it's, yeah. So you didn't like it? <clears throat> no, I didn't. Um, I. Did you like the beginning? <clears throat> were you pulled in by that? Were oh, you yeah. Like, I was were like, you like, this is I was silly. totally, and I did no reading. I did no research. I didn't do, look up uh, David Lo- Lowry, Lowry. Lowry. David Lowry. I didn't look him up at all. Like, I was just like, I'm going in cold and we're going to see what this is. No expectations. <clears throat> yeah. So that was a really weird way to jump in. Um, not having seen, like, been aware of the context, and I was totally in. I was like, okay, this is like some cool medieval, like, twisty stuff right from the beginning, almost like fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I caught on quickly that it was about King Arthur and that lore of King Arthur. But the oh wow, you were in, in cold turkey, right? I had no idea. No, I didn't know it was it was anything to do with Camelot or King King Arthur. You did either. it. No, and to be honest, I mean, at risk of sounding really dumb, the movie ended and I still didn't think about that. Wow. The wow. movie ended and I was just like, oh, it's about that thing. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> oh, Sir Gowan, like, this is a... I didn't know that the Green Knight uh, this is poem a or anything. Poem yeah. who, so basically, wow. for those who don't know, this is a poem that is uh, an ancient poem that has a, a mysterious author that we don't know who wrote it, and it's this whole story, and it's this long, poetic beautiful, apparently very modern-sounding poem about this uh, knight, Sir, Sir Gowan. Sir Gowan? Sir Gawain? Sir Gawain? Sir Gawain? Everyone Sir says Gerwin. it differently, it's all different, yeah. in the movie they say Gawain, right? Gawain? Well, King Arthur in the movie says Gawain. He's put his that, R. That actor, uh, he's also in like the latest Mission Impossible, or uh, uh, one of good. them, and yeah. he, he just has that raspy, just like, Gawain. I was, Everything I say is going to be much more profound because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's like this, this could be my glass, last words. Glass stuck in my throat. <laughs> it's never close breath. Every yeah, every word is his last <laughs> breath. <laughs> Everything's his, his dying breath. Well, in the movie, he kind of is on his deathbed. Well, it's crazy. Or death throne, I should say. Yeah, because like he, that actor, I can't imagine he's even like maybe he's in his fifties, if not forties, and yet he's. Him and him and the queen are presented as like this really old, sickly couple, and I'm like, this dude's like 50, but I, they're, he's like made to look old. I'm, that, that's probably on purpose because people back then that probably was, was say, old. Yeah, yeah, like like we're talking yeah. medieval times. Like there were just like rats in the stew. <laughs> yeah, and they were just sick. <laughs> they, they, they eat were, up. They were just sickly, right? Like this. I, I looked up a video at one point, like uh, saying. It was just listing out all the the reasons why living in a castle was probably like the worst thing ever. Oh but it's God. like this historically accurate, apparently, yeah. you know, uh, YouTube video that was just pointing out all like the disgusting and yeah. just like no plumbing, un- yeah, no, like yeah. unsanitary and just like weird, cold, dark, disturbing aspects of like living in a castle. Mm. And I was like, huh, That's nice. I guess living in like a village, probably in a hut, was like actually better. 
Yeah, like closer to the ground. The yeah, you were just less apt to get raided and and pillaged. <laughs> well, that and it was like like they just got really like dirty and gross and uh, pretty easily. But anyway, what did what did you think, Jamin, of the beginning? So yeah. for me, it, to, the context of me watching the Green Knight was a lot more than that because one, it's a twenty four. I like David Lowry. I had been excited for the movie for quite a while. Like A twenty four is the the production company. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I had seen the first trailer like over a year ago and I was really excited for it. Yeah. And The Green Knight, I never read the full poem, but uh, grew up with <clears throat> all types of uh, Arthur tales and retellings. I think that there was a book series that I was pretty invested in at a certain point. And The Green Knight, the story of him is like a retelling of it, um, was like my favorite one. He, mm. was, he was my favorite uh, character of all of the, mm. really the, the Arthur okay. the, green, yeah. the Green Knight was or Gowan Gowan yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, so it was just I, there. I had hyped it up a lot in my mind, um, but I also knew it was going to be very, you know, heady and folklory and very mm. um, ambiguous. Well, yeah, I didn't know what to. I, I knew a ghost story. Uh, I knew the director. Ghost Story, and I liked a Ghost Story quite a bit. I've only watched it once, but it stuck with me. So that was literally all I. Yeah, knew. we watched it together. We did at the old library yeah. office. Yeah, yeah. And it stuck with me too. It's so beautiful and like deep and, and poetic and simple. Uh, yeah, that ten minute scene with a girl eating the pie. Yeah, classic. <laughs> like one shot, and then she like peeks the pie up. Um, <laughs> that's like that's so a it's like classic cinema right there. Yeah, <laughs> you watch that, you're like, okay, Green Knight, it's gonna be yeah. And then I got an it's ad gonna be something on Instagram that was like that whole voice, a creepy voiceover. Yeah, and it was like talking about how there's a you know the classic poem and it's like a retelling of this whole thing and they they went really kind of weird. With the trailer? With, like, the marketing of it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. They're making it really kind of, like, modern and, and quirky and, like, dry. And I, I didn't know how I felt about they it. They had a lot of ads, the trailer. Yeah. A lot of different ads marketed to different people. I, I, I follow, uh, you know, Criterion and A24 on Instagram, and so they, they targeted me yeah. quite, quite well. Yeah. Um, but let me paint the picture of, like, <clears throat> me seeing this movie because... I had seen that trailer, I knew about it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. And then I, you know, kept hearing about it from people, and, and I couldn't make it uh, when my friends went to the theaters to see it. And then when I was finally ready to see it, like a few weeks ago, I like look, at, look up theaters, and it's all just in like the, you know, artsy-fartsy uh, theaters out in Boston, and yeah. like the smaller theaters. And I was like, well, I didn't realize that. I'm not going to like drive an hour and a half to, to see this movie by myself. <clears throat> and then, you know, I'm gone in the mountains camping and there was a couple of days of like kind of rainy weather and uh, I'm just like driving around and there's a small town, literally little town of Bethlehem. So I, I ended up camping by myself. Okay. Um, so I'm driving around by myself in the little town of Bethlehem, <laughs> New Hampshire. And uh, there is a tiny little movie theater there that has one screen and I've gone to see movies there in the past. I actually saw Ex Machina there. When it, wow, and that was, that's and I, epic. And I did not know years just, ago. Just Alicia Vikander movies, are, that's all you see. There. A, A24 <laughs> Alicia Vikander movies are the only movies that are allowed to play there. So <laughs> I'm just 
driving around Bethlehem, like going to little shops and everything. And it's like just kind of like gray weather. And I see that uh, the Green Knight is playing the next day at 730. And it was supposed to be like raining the next day. And I was just like, well, this is perfect. And I've never gone to the movies by myself in my life. I'm like, this is the perfect time to go to the movies by You're myself. You're kidding. I've never gone by myself. I don't think I have either. Oh my like, God. it's just, it's just such a, com- it makes no sense because I used to go I'd, all the time. Well, it makes sense to go to the movies by yourself, but it always felt depressing to me. Like, I love it. But yeah, no, I, I'm not, I, at this point, I'm like, I'm surprised that this was my first experience. Yeah. Because I don't like talking during movie. If someone is like texting or doing anything who let them, you know, if I'm with someone and they're doing that when I'm watching a movie, it like takes me out of it and I get angry and I pause the movie and I'm very like, like, <laughs> yeah. like where are you right now kind of thing. <clears throat> and so it would make sense that I would want to just watch movies by myself. And I'm like you where like, like you described your ideal scenario for mm-hmm. watching a movie. Me too. Like home sound system, you know, I get, I can go to the bathroom whenever I want. I eat whatever I want. Nobody's there ideally. Um, so you watch movies by yourself. All the time. At, all the time. But just never at the theater before. Yeah, and so I was like, all right, this is going to be perfect. <clears throat> and I literally framed the next day around my trip. Like, <laughs> I'm in the mountains. The whole thing is just to be like, un- just unwind, not look at my phone, not like think about like where I have to be at a certain time, not wake up at a certain time or go to bed at a certain time. But I end up going to bed really early out there and just like looking at the stars because it just, it you can feel like the the... You know, when it gets dark and you're mm-hmm. outside around a fire, you're like, what is it, like two in the morning? Oh, it's eight. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. <clears throat> so anyway, I framed like the whole day around, you know, making it back. And I like barely made it back to my campsite, made food, uh, and like got myself out to the theater like just in time. It was $8? Mm. Wow. I'm like, how are you staying in, in business? Popcorn was $3? <laughs> Wow, I'm driving to Bethlehem now. <laughs> it's almost worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Uh, so, three hour drive, but then $3 popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just paid for my trip. You joke, but there are people listening being like, yeah, that's a good deal. $15 for popcorn at Blackstone. So, something like that. I sit with like three other middle aged couples, and I'm like, I'm not up front, but I'm like really close. I'm definitely the closest in the theater because I didn't mm-hmm. want to like be distracted by anyone else. Ah, that's the best. And uh, yeah, that first scene comes on and I was just like, I'm sold. Like I'm into this. And I knew, I didn't knew nothing about it. And I, I was interested to talk about just like, you know, aside from the fact that this is like a classic folk tale and it's like kind of ambiguous and it's kind of like, it's definitely not like grounded in reality. I didn't know that going into it, but mm-hmm. as you watch it, you're like, oh, there's giants and oh, there's like mm-hmm. talking foxes. And it's like, oh, it's like spiritual folktale. Like, does it stand on its own without a, you know, and it, it, are the themes like so universal and like still echo like <clears throat> modern time? Cause like I was literally just taking it in as a, as a modern film, not thinking about it, like it being based wow. on anything. I really didn't even know about the poem. Yeah. Like I, I had heard this, that in the trailer, but I, I it didn't, wasn't really registering as I mm-hmm. was watching it. I was like, does this like work as its standalone thing? I gotta say the first, the first second I saw the Green Knight, I had no idea the Green Knight was this guy who was supposed to look like a tree, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's this type of, <laughs> you know. Like I, I was thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going into like a really grounded, almost, you know, medieval story. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. I thought that Sir Gowan was the Green Knight. 
I was like, oh, he does something and he get and he gets right. green armor. Yeah, we're about to see his journey to becoming the Green Knight. Like, or... yeah, he gets like some special armor. Yeah, that's like emerald. So that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he fights a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Um, and turns out, no, the Green Knight is this like almost like spiritual being that's like mm-hmm. very mysterious. Yeah, it's a very mystical, <laughs> mystical movie. Um, I think I love that about it though that it was mystical and yeah that's really yeah. interesting i think i was very much on the other side of knowing that it was very fantastic and um folktale and and had all of this history that it's grounded in so it still does have a grounding but yeah. it's a story that was written i guess thousands of years ago yeah almost um it's it's weird how how grounded it does feel even though it is it's like so silly mm-hmm. like, i was i was silly laughing um because you know when i think king arthur i think of monty python and the holy grail yeah no and, i can't take anything oh with God. king arthur seriously. and i couldn't get monty python out of my head That's terrible the whole movie because really like there were even shots right like when he's in the cave and there's this shot looking out of the cave into the wilderness or whatever. Oh yeah, and I'm like that shots in Monty Python, like and like some of some of the landscapes. <laughs> so ridiculous. like if you actually go back and watch the Holy Grail, it's really well shot and like they they yeah. they do a great job. It's, well, that was part of the comedy is to they they would always make something that feels like oh this is like a real movie. yeah it was really good and and there was good cinematography and so so a lot of the shots and even the music like the Monty Python Holy Grail soundtrack is a lot of that like. Violin, like really, like it's <laughs> Are you serious? Are you, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, this is funny to me. This is really funny. Um, and like, were the, you not able to take it seriously? Um, well, I didn't take it very seriously from the <clears throat> from the jump. Like, I I I didn't really? feel like it was taking itself too seriously. I, I, I really. Yeah. For some reason, I felt like this is a little tongue in cheek. But it could have mm. just been a little bit. Yeah. It could I mean, it could have just been the mind Python thing coming well, into my brain. By no, the, I think by it the was end, it definitely feels tongue in cheek. But for me, I was like, I was just locked. Okay. In. Like I was taking it very the seriously. The first scene where he catches on fire and that voice, I was like, this is kind of silly. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah. and, and then there's a 10 minute scene of goats and chick uh, and, <laughs> and ducks. And I was like, that's the thing. It's silly, but it, they do such a grounded, like realistic gritty feeling mm-hmm. of, of like interpretation of something that's silly. Like the whole scene with the green knight coming in there and being like, you know, here's this letter and you know, one year hence, you, mm-hmm. you know, he's basically yeah. saying, I cut, you know, you it's can like you can game. cut me anywhere. Exactly. He's presenting a game. It's like a Christmas mm-hmm. Christmas game of cut me anywhere on my body and in one year I will return the yeah. same the same wound whether it be like a a, a small cut or whether right. you like cut my head off or something. But also, he doesn't how actually dumb say was that, he, though. right? No, he was just like whatever you do I'll repay it in kind. And I was like, why did he cut his head off? Like, why did he do that? Because I was well, like, didn't you just hear what the dude said? Yeah, but you're not assuming that he can him, just, just pick give him up a his pat head. on the back. You're not assuming that he can just pick up his head and just be like, ha ha, idiot. <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> like, a walking tree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That. That's true. It's uh, true. They At no point do they go, why do you look like that? <laughs> you know, he strolls in there with a deep voice and everyone's just like, takes him so seriously. In the, in the, the fire on the... Uh, you know, on the torches going out is yeah. like, is definitely like, oh, this guy, 
he's of a like spiritual yeah and then it goes to that shot of the merlin character right and he's like looks at king arthur and he just gives him like the no the no yeah. yeah like don't trust and, this guy and it's just like so <clears throat> i don't know how much you want to go into like the plot versus just talking about what we liked and didn't like but well it's hard to <clears throat> do one without yeah, the other right when, like what did you think about the mom character well okay doing so that whole like yeah uh, get into it so upon reading up on the movie after the fact because i had this was my thinking in the movie is yeah like, okay yeah the go, mom go in order the, during watching the movie i was like okay the mom is uh kind of bad or she has different intentions so she's doing a pagan ritual as the green knight is coming in and she has a letter that has green um mm -hmm. uh, a green stamp of mm -hmm. of wax just like the Green Knight does, and she presents it over this sort of, you know, yeah. pagan ritual thing, and it floats in the air, and then it bursts into flames. It's very sort of, like, so, yeah, mystical to, to me, it felt like thing. she and her little coven of witches were either summoning this entity known as the Green Knight, like they knew about him and they were getting him to yeah. come, or they were, like, creating him. And yeah, well, and then there's a little plant that grows mm -hmm. after the letter bursts into flames. Yeah. So they were in. It's very, it's very like okay. She yeah. has something to do. One way or another, whether she created him or just brought, summoned him to come, uh, she was responsible for him showing up. Which yeah. honestly, it was one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a movie in a long time. It is so. It, it was like cinematic. So, it was just so inspiring. Like this movie was so inspiring. Like it was beautiful, beautiful. Every shot was just like. Mm. Yes, I know. Oh. It was like it was like a little Italian almond cookie, <laughs> just like. Mm, mm, mm. So you guys, so good. Yeah, really. It was just like I liked that it was just dark and and kind of moody and just beautiful shots. Yeah. I think I was in the wrong spot. I I kind of was sad about where I sat afterwards because I usually like to sit up front. Because I don't like seeing people around me and being distracted. Yeah. But for some reason, we sat all the way in the back. No. And <laughs> it's just like looking down on the movie. You're like yeah. not immersed in it. No, yeah. But um, this was like a pretty small screen. So I wanted to sit yeah, that's up smart. close. That's and I wanted to get the full effect of like the being, probably 1975 yeah. speakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old moths are like flying out of it as it's it's no it's it as sounded the powers on it yeah it sounded and it looked great mm -hmm. but the heat the heat kept clicking on and it would be like they'd be like talking be like <laughs> oh that happened at it my like, theater too click, <laughs> and they'd be like <laughs> and you're just like what are they saying <laughs> that was it wasn't ours. quite tenant level it, uh, oh god like, you didn't watch it uh you only watched it that in the theater right that was it yeah. okay yeah, so... Did you watch it in the theater? No, I watched it at home. How? Uh, Amazon. Oh. Uh, you can rent this on Amazon for $20. Yeah, and I did. $19.99. And I did. So, you know, and then to take a step back before the Green Knight scene, you kind of get to understand about our main character that he's kind of just an F up. Like, he's kind of like this... Yeah. He's like this F boy who... F boy. <laughs> who just gets drunk and hangs out in the brothel. And and yeah. it's like he's in the brothel on Christmas morning, hungover as, and even his little his his hooker, his hooker is like, let's go to church, <laughs> you know, and he's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. and then he runs into his mom, and you can seems like she's shaming him for not going to church, but yeah. then she's doing pagan rituals, and she's like, you smell like a drunk, basically, and yeah. you can just tell. Wait, didn't she shame him for going to church? No, or am I no, remembering no, it wrong? No, like. She, well, he she says, was, he says, I'm like, going to church, and she's like, have fun. Well, no, he, she goes, where have you been? And he's like, at mass. And she's like, mm, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So yes, and he's like, I'm going to the party or whatever, and she's like, Yeah, have fun. I'll I, I'll be doing something else, and then <laughs> I'll be summon- okay. I'll be summoning this Green Knight. To, and then uh, King Arthur spots him in the in the round table hall, and is like, Hey, get him over here, my nephew. And then he's like, Tell my me, nephew. he's like, and he's been my nephew, and he's like, Tell me, a, <laughs> tell me a story about your life. Like, you know, I, f- I feel bad that you're my nephew, and I don't really know you that well. And and then Gawain's like, Well, I don't have any stories, and they're like, Not yet. Yeah, and he's like, "Uh oh." Um, the queen says that, and yeah. and it, yeah, it almost implies that like she knows what's gonna happen. But I felt like she was just saying that as like a little encouraging thing. Like, yeah, you'll have you'll have things to do. I yeah. think, yeah, because I think <laughs> yeah. I think everyone I think he's the black sheep. Like, you know, he's 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 King Arthur's nephew, and King Arthur is like the friggin' hero of heroes, killer of nations, bringer of peace. Like, you know, he's like the hero of British folklore, and. uh Wow. Why does that keep happening? Wow. Cut that part out. Okay, so then, <laughs> so King Arthur is like the ultimate hero, and he's like the little, you know, F-up nephew who who just can't get his life together. You know, it's like, <clears throat> it's like if he, he was born into a family of doctors and lawyers, and he and he wasn't interested in going into like go to yeah. you know uh going into that field and everyone's classic like, theme of privilege yeah. and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that yeah um and and in their case in their culture being a doctor or a lawyer is being an honorable knight right like yeah being, with honor yeah like so going on a quest and becoming finding being like a hero and getting your honor finding finding the honor and being brave and Gowan was none of those things and i think his mom knew that too and it, she didn't like it and and yeah. she, and she was like, I gotta get this kid out of the house. Like, I gotta get, I gotta like, trigger something for him to go become a man. You think that's what happened? I well, upon reading about the movie, I know that's what happened. Oh. Um, well, so the poem itself apparently kind of gives that away a little bit more. The movie is left a little bit more ambiguous, but. It's also not because right in the beginning, because of that whole ritual and everything and the way it's edited, you're like, yeah. You know that it's connected. Exactly. It's like she has yeah. some form of connection. It's done so But you don't know dream-like. what her intention is. No. So it's like, is she doing it to persuade her son into a quest and getting honor? Right. right. I, I didn't connect that dot. Well, if I... I may. I, so I was reading an interview with David Lowry. So whether whether the uh, there's two things: the intention of the original poem, mm-hmm. and then what David Lowry's interpretation and his intentions. Mm-hmm. So his intention was he was talking about how most of the movie is about his relationship with his mom. Really. And he described himself as having failure to launch syndrome. For most of his life, so like, wow, he just would would you know he just couldn't get out of the house. He couldn't get his life going, and so he was a young adult still living with his mom, and his mom basically kicked him out of her house to get him to go, start living his life as an adult. And so that's wild. In thinking of the movie through that lens, now you're like, oh, it was all about the mom. Well, it, it, well, then it works with the original story, right? Like that is. I think it's probably Actually, why. Is it is it even his mom though in the original story? I I haven't read. It is. I can't remember. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. It is okay. his mom. It's I thought it was a sister. Because apparently, all through King Arthur folklore, him and his sister butt heads. His his sister is like a witch. King Arthur's sister, that okay, one's yeah, mom, yeah. and they like don't get along. And so okay, she yeah. was always like sabotaging. Right. Him. She's the sister of King Arthur. That's that's right. The, yeah. So I did connect the dots uh, 
after watching it of, you know, her intention. Um, obviously, she's bringing the Green Knight, but I think that my question was, is she just trying to take over the throne? I don't think so. I think but she... But that's... Yeah, I mean, it yeah. makes sense. Because I think she, was, she could have done that other ways. Like, I think that she was really trying to get Gowan to, to come, amount to something. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you now look at the whole movie throughout through that lens, you realize that she's pulling the strings of everything that he encounters along the yeah, way. Yeah. It's like, well, let's talk about the uh, yeah. stuff along the way. Cause uh, yeah, we're jumping almost to the, like, okay. The conclusion. So he hits the road. One thing that's of note. Yeah. It jumps over that year. It says one very short year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, yeah. And, he, what, and, and what about I, the puppet stuff? You guys like the puppet? That was, yeah. I mean, that was a clever, it's clever, clever way. Tongue in cheek. It was a clever way of, Say it. showing the passing of time and a well, lo- showing that this has had an impact on the like their the culture, community yeah. and their culture is they're showing like little yeah. the little almost like legend of Sir Gowan and the Green Knight mm-hmm. like they're doing a little like puppet show of that scene yeah. that we just watched like a goofy version of it and and he and it already within just a year had started to become um, uh, like a mythology like because because yeah. yeah. it was already not realistic like you slayed the mighty green knight and little did those people know the dude got on his knees and let him cut his head off so like right you know gowan didn't do anything heroic he mm-hmm. just he was just he just stood up and said give me this sword i'll cut the guy's head off basically yeah and then um and then the in that bar scene someone says yeah but his mom's a witch and then he fights the guy and you can just tell he's still a drunk he's not he's still partying like he hasn't no. grown at all in that year leading up to the night and like no. and again failure to launch it's like dude what are you doing like yeah. think think about where like you should be preparing you should be you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i think to me do you think he had jordan peterson videos to watch <laughs> probably not <laughs> and i and i think that that's david lowry being like yeah like just wasting time not thinking about the future, not preparing mm, for what's to come. Like you're just wasting. And so then it's like, he lets that, that clock just keep ticking until it's like, it's procrastinating, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you have like a, you did something pretty serious. And like, there's some stuff that's going to come up that you probably have to deal with. And you're just not doing anything. And, and then they had the scene with King Arthur where he's like, dude, <laughs> they're like in his mom, King Arthur, they're all there. Like, are you going to do something about this? Like, like winter's coming up and you're going to have to go. Right. Right, and, um, and then King Arthur uh, basically convinces him to to go because he. What is he? What is he? What is it that he kind of like? It, it's a little bit of of a man, manipulation. He like basically says that you're gonna be. Uh, yeah, it, it is all about. It was honor. A, it was about honor. It's like, dude, yeah. if you don't go, you have no honor. Like this is your yeah. chance to show the world that you have some honor, that you have some balls, and like. Yeah. And and he was like, do you really think he's just like sitting there waiting for me? And King Arthur's like, well, you're going to tell me when you come back. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just go, dude. You know, that's what it kind of yeah. felt like. So Yeah, like you're the one who, like <laughs> all the all the other knights were hesitant. Right. You got yourself into this. Go. Yeah, yeah. So, so he goes well, on the journey. Well, first, though, something oh, that is important sorry. is that his mom makes him that stat belt sash thing and says, you know, I basically put some protective spells in this and as long as you keep it around your waist you won't get harmed i i went to to, to pee during that scene. okay so it's a significant because <laughs> it's another it's another well, scene i know it's I, no- I, I could tell as soon as i was walking back i was like i missed it <laughs> <laughs> all right so there's another did you find out I chose, what it was i chose poorly yeah so there's another scene well, you as you watch the movie you find out what right. it is but i yeah so much like the the summoning of the green knight you see her and her witch friends um like putting enchantments on this thing and like sewing it 
like you can tell it's special. Yeah. And uh, and then she gives it to him and says, you know, keep this on you and you'll be okay. So then he leaves, and the first thing he does is he comes across this killing field from a recent war, just bodies everywhere, and there's just one kid who's alive, pillaging the bodies, and uh, and he basically interacts with this kid who I thought was an awesome actor, by the way. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, w- I remember thinking really that good. too. While I was watching it, I was like, "He's in some other stuff." Like whoever this guy is, he's crushing it. Yeah, right now. Was, and uh, he says, "Yeah, I'm going to the Green Chapel to meet the Green Knight." And and the kid's like, "Oh, you got to go that way. You got to go to the river." And um, that was basically the interaction. And then he goes into the, the towards the river, thinking that okay, this kid steered me in the right direction, and he gets jumped by thieves. And it was that kid who set him up. Yeah, so got his which book. it's like, dude, I mean, you trusted him like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what do you expect? Well, before that, he asks for his, for like payment for yeah. his sending throws direction. Him a, and throws him a coin. He throws him one coin yeah. and he's just like, eh, it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. <laughs> um, also, I forgot. So he has the axe, right, with him the whole time? Oh, that's, yeah. So when, when he kills the Green Knight. The, the Green Knight wakes or gets, picks his head up. And he leaves, and he leaves him the axe. Yeah, that was kind of the prize for if you can land a blow, you can keep my axe. Yeah. And then you're going to, yeah. And so Gallen, again, uh, he just keeps the axe in a trunk for a year. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the point, dude? Um, You weren't, like, practicing with it or anything. So, um, yeah, so then he gets uh, tied up, hogtied by these group of thieves. And in that moment when he's getting uh, robbed the kid cuts off the green sash and steals it from him um, and then runs off with his horse and his axe and he's just left bound under a tree in the woods alone. Yeah, but the and kids then, don't take much else. It's kind of weird. It's, al- it's almost like they knew to take Well, the again, sash. I don't think... I think now I think that all of it was... I, so, like, you could argue that he wasn't even in like the real world. Like he was in his right. mom's uh, mystical world. Sure. And she was just orchestrating. There is definitely unreliable narrator stuff happening. Yeah, so I think she was just orchestrating uh, the events and putting these tr- these uh, these things in his path um, to test him. And so, yeah, she gave him outs, right? She left, the sword was still there, so he was able, because he had that really cool scene where the camera just, it's quiet, and he's just laying there, and the camera does this really long, slow, 360-degree pan, and by the time you get back to him, he's just a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. No, in that moment, I legitimately was like, oh, I guess we're going to follow a different character. Me too. I, I was guess like, oh, so it's not about him. he's <laughs> done for. And then it keeps going and wraps back around to him yeah. being, and it made, they tie it together so it's one shot. And uh, or appears to be, and then he's you know he's back, so it's sort of like giving you a little hint into his psyche. His like mind. if I lay here and yeah. I don't try to fight, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just, just gonna rot. Die, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was really a, I love an that. effective storytelling uh, trick. Well, it really yeah, it just it visually brought you to like where he I was, was so confused. I was like, obviously he doesn't die. <laughs> he's the main guy. Like <laughs> he's from the don't from the don't poem. show me a skeleton, you liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. This is his mind. I don't yeah. know. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was clever. Well, it was. It was a hint at the climactic moment of the film, which we'll get back to. 
So totally. Um, yeah. So then he is able to escape by cutting himself free with his sword that was the thieves left for no good reason, and he continues on his way, stumbling through the woods. Now he's he, all alone. Doesn't have a horse. Doesn't have an axe. Yeah. He's just like. Yep. He's a loser. Which even more so I than said he out was. I said out loud, like, dude, you didn't take the sword. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning at this point, we have already seen the fox, I think. The fox has kind of popped up. The fox has popped up here and there. It's sort of like, yeah. This fox is following him. We don't know why. So, yeah, then he comes across a cabin in the woods, and he's like, oh, shelter for the night. And uh, mm. he goes in and finds that it's empty, finds mm. a comfy bed to lay in, and then he's awoken by a young woman in the middle of the night being like, why are you in my bed? <laughs> This was the phone, this only scene that I was like, okay, this is scary. Like, I was kind of creeped out in that scene. Being, you know. That was a really good scene. Um, do we. Let's not, like, go re scene by scene. recap the whole yeah. movie. It's. Well, so that that scene is, is kind of the moment where I was like, uh, right, we're not watching a, like, grounded. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, we're not watching a grounded medieval story because. We got the wacky character of the Green Knight, and there's all there's mysticism and whatever. I still felt like it was pretty grounded, even just with that. I was like, okay, we're we're dealing with paganism, and we're dealing with like almost like spiritual demonic entities or just like mysterious creatures yeah. and whatever. Like Lord of the Rings is like my Lots favorite thing ever. I can go into like mystical medieval territory, but th at this point, it starts to feel like okay. We're dealing with almost like the abstractions and like a folk tale like mm -hmm. yeah. like sp like sort of thing where it's like there's not yeah it, there's it, not a grounded reality it's like because, a lot of Greek mythology like, right where like, like a character there's the a hero journey has to, yeah encounter yeah. these series of trials because the woman is is basically like I'm headless yeah get my, fetch me my head and he's like confused by this and is like do you have a head on the, your body and she's like it appears that, that I do and then you start to be like oh, okay like there's all kinds of like interesting thematic yeah. elements being mm -hmm. thrown at you that I, I for one second was like, <sighs> you know what I mean? I was like, I, do I just, do I just kind of like sink into it? Do mm -hmm. I just let it be what it is or do I fight it? Cause I, I felt a moment of just like, uh, like I kind of was really with this guy in this like cool universe. And now it starts to feel like David Lynch ish, which is weird for me to, Say to like say that, negatively, that would be yeah. negatively, but I started to be like, oh, like is this like didn't fit for this poetic. isn't what I thought. Yeah, it was exactly. Be. It's like is this like poetic and like like artsy fartsy <laughs> and like every scene is just going to be some new weird trippy trial thing and and which or, it was so which it was, but I I chose in that moment to just be like, oh, I'm just going to let this be what it is, and mm -hmm. I'm glad I did because from there there's just there's giants and there's just like <laughs> yeah all kinds you, of crazy you stuff. You had to make that decision, and then early. he's taking like he's like eating mushrooms. Well, that's like halfway he's, through. He's tripping, and I know I, I can't even I can't even remember to everything that he encounters. It's but like, so at that point because both of you guys didn't have any context for what the the story was, the what the myth right, was. Right. What what was your expectation of where the story was going? I thought that the Green Knight was like this creature that was forever set in time by like some sort of like curse set like in the, since like the beginning of human beings and yeah. everyone takes turns being him. And I thought he was going to go and, and become the Green Knight and that mm. would be the joke is like, ha ha ha. That's kind of good. You suck. Like you came and did this whole thing. It's just a game. Remember the king says that. 
you now have to be doomed forever to do this. That's it. Felt like a kind of a childish folktale like that. I was like, okay, yeah, he's gonna become the Green Knight and be a big disappointment, and that'll yeah. be satisfying because he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like that. That's where the movie's going in my mind. And there are all these kind of weird creatures, and I took that as like, well, he eats like mushrooms. You don't know if he's like tripping or. Maybe this is just supposed to be set in a spiritual medieval time frame with saying like these things could have existed. Cool. I'm I'm down. Like I I, I like yeah. that idea. But I really yeah, I I kept going back and forth of like or you know, not kept going back and forth, but at one point was like, Oh, you know, I guess I have to let go of the more grounded historical I, I wanna story. share what I thought it was, but I what what did you think first? So I definitely, I think they were so intentional on emphasizing this is a game. This So to when they say this is a game, they're, not, they're saying this isn't real, yeah. right? Like this isn't real life. It's just a game. Because King Arthur says that to him before. He's like, remember, it's all a game. Yeah. And so it's like, no matter what you see, no matter what you come across, remember, it's not real. It's, that's, what it, that's what that meant to me. Yeah. And so right from the jump, I'm like, this dude's not going to experience like, real world one moment leads to the next and you know what i mean sure and so it's gonna feel like an abstract dream right and so to me it was almost like the movie the game with like david yeah, Fincher, you know sure, like sure. or like some someone or something is pulling strings yeah and you are just in the game and and it's like video game like you had to get from one level to the next yeah, yeah. but it's um, all orchestrated mm-hmm. it's all you're not in control <clears throat> you just have you can only control your choices in the game mm. and that's what i was getting from the start of the first kind of like well, okay. I, I just I just took that as the, the the act of the Green Knight doing his thing as a game, and I took that as like almost like they're doomed to just do this because he just seems kind of apprehensive. You yeah. know, he's just sort of just like I'm gonna do this thing. You cut my head off, so one your hands, I'm gonna cut your head off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. One <laughs> your hands. Uh, and I think where it really set into me that I was like, okay, this is all just. Uh, someone manipulating and in my mind it was the mom from the start yeah was when he you know passed the level of getting the girl her head back and then the axe appeared yeah and i was like well that's that means that the whole thing with a kid that wasn't a real kid that wasn't a real thing like he has no connection it's not like that kid came and dropped the axe off yeah he did that kid cuts the girl's head off I don't think so. Yeah, because she says there's there was a, a boy just like you, a wanderer, who came here before, and then he tried to have his way with me, and I fought him, and then and he, he cut, cut my, head, my off. head off. So I, I took that as that kid mm, was, the, was, was the thief. I was still right, trying but, to make it but make But why would the axe be there? Like, like, cause he left it. it. Yeah, but it was, she fought him off, and he ran away. And he no, left I know, the but, the axe. A, but we would have seen the axe. Like, what I'm saying is... He took the axe. No, I know, but I'm saying... No, I know. <laughs> no, you don't know. So, okay, so either, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if that's I don't think what, you're not wrong. I think it's totally possible, but I don't think that the movie required that each of these things be connected that yeah, way. Yeah, I was, I don't know why, man, because I'm usually really into like the more abstract stuff. Because just, think about it, it mm. felt so he, there's like ways to reason. It just felt even so the grounded. light, even the lighting changed when he like passed that trial so like yeah it was dark it was like he was like in this small dark where the whole universe was basically the area around that cabin yeah and it was just you couldn't see anything and then when he like saved her 
he wakes up on the ground and it's bright and cheery again. And it's like the yeah. universe Such expanded. Such a good description. And and the axe is in the middle of the room where he would have seen it. You know what I mean? It's like he. It's like here's your reward for yeah. passing the level. It is kind of video gamey. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so, and I'm thank God I wasn't thinking that at the time. It would have <laughs> taken me out of it. <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, I got my token for beating the boss, and now I'm going to move on to the next level. And All right. um, very much, yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. So, but it's it's structured that way because it makes sense. Like that, that's a uh, following the the pattern that they set even in the poem. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it may feel video gamey, and we're familiar with that structure. Well, video games this. are derivative of myths. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so and then he goes to the house and and he meets. Uh, so this what, for me the whole. It's so Is this funny. You, did you check out? No, no, I was checked in the whole time. <laughs> uh, I was very engaged, and I I liked the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, because of you know my history with it, and I always liked it. But the thing yeah. that was throwing me off was my memory, like my half little memories of trying to remember what the story was, yeah. mm-hmm. and anticipating little things like I remembered. Um. Actually, no, I didn't remember the headless girl, but I remembered like the castle, and he gets to the castle. Sure. Were there? What about the giants? Uh, they weren't significant in the story. So none of us have read the poem, and Tori has read the poem. I was hoping that she would see the movie so she could be a part of this, but she didn't. So I, none of us know what's going on with the poem. But <laughs> I, I did, I did look up like one thing about it, and the poem is kind of backwards to what the story of the film is. In this, which sense. is my biggest disappointment with. The movie it is okay i was wondering yeah. about that so i don't know if now is a good time to bring up but the the pentagram uh star yeah that everyone has on their on their uh their necklaces basically that those it and in those medieval times they represented the five virtues of knighthood right right, right. right? so there'd be friendship generosity research chastity all this as well. courtesy and piety and in in the poem, I guess he succeeds in all of them in except nobility one. through all of these, except for the end. And in this, he sucks and mm-hmm. he loses on everything. Friendship. Well, he throws this guy a coin and then he like betrays him and he's like not. He's like flip, very flippant. Uh, or wait, no, friendship would would have been before that, and uh, that would have been probably for g- generosity. Chastity. Well, what happens with the the the, the woman in the, the, my, the castle? The most disappointing part. Well, I would also just tie in the chastity one is a really interesting thing that they did because they used Alicia Vikander for both his girlfriend at home and the. the so yeah, the girlfriend at home. He's clearly very just kind of like shrugs off. Well, I think he likes her, but he clearly likes her, and she asked him. But he's just a passive dude. Like well, he just doesn't yeah, make yeah. decisions. Also, she's trying to make like an actual commitment with him. Yeah, and she's like, "Do you love me?" And he's like, "Yeah, I love you." But she's basically like, "Will you propose to me?" Mm-hmm. And he's just like looking forward, just kind of like zoning out. Yeah, and totally it's, blows it's, her off. Yeah, and and, the, and, the, and then the other woman is very like. Right, so so I think Educated the, the mom, as a test of his chastity, or w- w- one of those virtues, uh, I think put in his path the ideal version of the girl that he really loves. Because, sure. because the lady um, is this wealthy, 
you know, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> she's on his level in terms of class. Yeah. And and the classism thing was the major thing. She's actually above him in a lot of ways. She's sure. basically pointing yeah. out, I've read all of these books. Like she's right. flexing, being like, I am <laughs> far more right. educated than you because you're just lazy. Yeah. Mm. So so the girl, the 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 village version of Alicia Vikander is like below his station. Totally. And and the the classism is probably the thing that he's most like I. I'm a knight. I'm a. I'm, I'm not a, allowed. I'm, I, I can't do this. Yeah, like for I'm, my pride. I'm royalty, and you're a peasant. And it's not gonna work. And so love, yeah. be, love be damned. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah. So then she puts in his path, the perfect version of that woman, and sees if like if he. It's like just the major temptation. I That's would an say. interesting take. Yeah. Because why else use? It's probably accurate for the movie. Yeah. But for me, knowing the story, I. I didn't see it that way, and I, and I didn't really. I don't know. I, I didn't actually recognize that it was the same well, girl at first. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, oh, it, definitely it, a choice to it use the same. It bothered actress. me so much. I was just like, come on, like there's, really? There's yeah, because it's like, what are the chance? Like, I wasn't thinking about it being like almost this this test or almost this could have been uh, like a fantasy person. It could have been a dream. It could, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. I was Did you still feeling like it was very grounded, but I was just like, I immediately recognized her, and I was just annoyed because I'm like, what are the chances? Be like, so funny. It's exactly didn't even the same. Like, it's so dumb. But then I'm like, okay, I got to take this more. As yeah, like, like think about the mom. Think about the mom being the, yeah. the puppet master. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. All these trials. Well, and then this is the this I was is trying to just experience it. I was it was happening, and I was just kind of like, what? Like, why is she? What? You? What? Because I think what the mom was testing him in there was, are you a good guy? Like, are you actually loyal to the woman you love, or is it all about you? And then he, it comes the really awkward scene, right? Because she was like, why didn't you come to my <laughs> Why didn't you come to my bedchamber? Right? Yeah. And he's like, well, I wanted to, but it's not right. And she's like, are you sure? Just and she tempts him. She coerces, seduces him to, yeah. to like you know breaking him down. And then when he gives in <laughs> um she's like you're not a knight at all yeah meaning like a knight would have turned me down outright because you would have you, you would have stood <laughs> you would have stood up for what's right for what's chaste for what's noble and oh i've took it more as like like dissing him sexually oh well <laughs> oh so what if, no, he, if no. so what if he was a knight I he would have rocked the both. world <laughs> if he was a if you were a knight you would have I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't have done that in your hand yeah, yeah. that's like that's kind of how i took it i took it as like a, a blow to his like manhood well like, also it kind of is think about though yeah. it's definitely his mom which is weird that she tempted her son into going that way because no isn't the mom the uh the grandma the blindfolded that's like just woman. like watching everything it's she's i think the mom is everybody is my point i think the I think hmm. I think the mom is every character. Nah. Yeah, dude. Because think about the lady. She tells him. No. Nah. Think about. <laughs> it's not possible. She's every. That's she, impossible. She's the engineer pulling all the strings and creating all these characters and putting them in his path as challenges. And but these characters exist on their own. Yeah. Because because what who's the who's the guy um like Joel Edger, Edgerton's okay. character? Okay. So this was what, the he was in the beginning. He was there. Where? He you, he is in the round table. No way. He is. I don't there are shot, that. There are shots of him in the round table, quick shots, but he's there. And he even says like I witnessed what happened. I'm like whatever. And he's just kind of like lazy and just chills out. Like, and he doesn't really push the story forward a whole lot. Mm. Um, Did you read about the, what it is? Who he is in the poem though? No. So in the poem, and this was the thing that I kept waiting for the whole time. 
he is the Green Knight. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I was so excited about that twist happening in the movie because I, I thought that was a really fascinating part. It's like he, he lives in this castle. He's he has definitely, this beautiful wife. He's definitely done up in the makeup. I think Joel Egerton does play the Green Knight like, you think in so? the movie. He definitely looks like him. I was wondering, but... We'll have to look that up. Actually, I, let me so they left it ambiguous in the movie, and I, I wanted that reveal really Here's a really badly. fascinating... So uh, in the interview with David Lowry, he, addre- he addresses it. Okay. He addresses the differences between the the actual poem and then what he chose to do. Okay. So I I think I saw or heard the interview where he's like I'm wrong. Green Knight is played by Ralph Innocent. Mm. And but Joel he, Edgerton just plays Lord. 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 <laughs> Lord. I'm going for a hunt. <laughs> Had his, you come here one week hence this house would have been empty. This character is so weird. I know, he's such a D-bag. <laughs> oh. And he, like, kisses him goodbye. And he just loves hunting so much. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to hunt some more. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How was your day? I'm going hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let me just take two steps back. Say it. So the lady, the fancy Alicia Vikander, when after they have their sexually charged moment, what is in his hand but the green sash, the protective sash. Not the only thing is <laughs> <laughs> Right. With just a stain on it. And I, that up close shot. I know. I was like, I Ugh. cracked up. <laughs> I was like, I like broke. I was like, oh. wow, guys. And uh and she says verbatim the same line to him about the sash that his mom does. If as long as you wear this, no harm will fall upon you or whatever. Yep, yep. So I'm like, oh, it's the mom. She's the mom. She the mom is everybody. Like so sure. Um and we'll run with it for now. And he 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 failed that test of whatever the you know chastity nobility. <clears throat> and then Stupid. uh he continues I mean, on who and he, c- who can resist? <laughs> I know well only the <laughs> I most like that, noble I, knights. I love your theory that she was like Wow, that was some weak stuff, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. Like the wow, t- you lasted like a minute. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> test was just, the, it was just a test of endurance. No. <laughs> I could go into it more, but let's go over it. You're no knight at all, you little <laughs> sissy boy. The Lord rocks my world compared to you. <laughs> but he's always hunting. The Green Knight <laughs> takes care of me. Oh God! Yeah. I, okay, I, let's move on. I just yeah. So then this was um, a little weird for me was the exchange between him and the Lord in the woods when he was like, "I gotta get out of here. I'm moving on, and I, I'm I was I'm done with our deal and everything." And um, he had the fox in the bag, and he was like, "I was gonna give this to you, but I guess I'll just let him go now that you don't want to hang out anymore yeah. and be friends." Because it seemed like maybe that was the test of friendship because the Lord was like, Our, he was all about their friendship. I think so. And uh, and they made a deal and then he was like, I'm done with, I don't care about our deal. Like, screw your deal. Yeah. And uh, he would have given him the sash, I think would have been the trade. Because remember he... The, the Right, because that's what he was really given was the sash from... The house. The wife. Yeah, he... He says, anything that you get in this house, let's make a deal. Anything that you get here, give to me, and I'll give you anything I get from the woods. And he's like, well, what would I get here that's not already yours? And he's like, this house has many mysteries. And, you know, so he, what he ultimately physically gets from the house is that sash, that protective sash. And he would have given Which is it. significant because yeah. 
the whole climax of the movie hinges on that sash. Right. So then he doesn't do the trade and the fox then warns him. You don't want to go down that river. <laughs> no, the fox doesn't have like the crazy voice, the creepy voice. Yeah, does it, it does. Dude, the fox's voice is the, the narrator in the beginning. Come on. Totally is. It's a little bit more high pitched. Maybe it's it a, is a little raspy. It's the same. Yeah, one. he goes down the down the river and he finally gets to the Green Knight. Well, well the in the it, the church is all covered in vines. It's like perfect. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So it's so like exactly what beautiful. I envisioned. And then he gets there and the Green Knight is almost been just like, just letting himself get overtaken by like you know. He's overgrown. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and he spends a whole I don't day. know how long that was. Was a day? He just sits there and the, you just watch the time go by and like days. And there's a creepy moment where the knight's just opening, oh, his eyes are open, but he doesn't move. I'm like, oh, he's going to stand up eventually. And then he's like, doesn't. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then finally it's daylight and he wakes up. He's like, oh, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you well, I would have been like, eh, eh, dude. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. And then it's finally time to pay his debt, blow for a blow, and he sisses out in the worst way well i mean come on dude like it's that at that moment i was like that's so relatable like how he's just like yeah yeah no i'm doing it yeah i'm doing it because he's because the green knight's doing it his his demeanor is changed at this point he's just kind of like oh yeah has it been like a year all right yeah oh i guess he's just like whoa isn't isn't there anything else he's just like what else should there be what else would there be yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in his mind, like, in, his, in his mind, I'm sure he's like, "Well, this is all a game, so what's the payout?" He's like, like one, what, "Where's the one year hence? I'm gonna chop your head." You chop <laughs> he's like, head "This off. is the game. Um, there's nothing else." And but that, he's he, the Green Knight's not as like 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 ominous, and he's just kind of like, "All right, let's just do yeah." It. Yeah, that and was I think, funny. And I think that it that is, you know, I think in our minds we think like where he was at was very like, yeah, that makes sense, dude. Like you don't, you're just gonna get your head chopped off. Like just get like get out of there but i think in the in the culture it's like no you get your head chopped off that's the honorable thing to do you made a deal you know what i mean yeah and like yeah um well so then then we go see seeing his his whole life right his whole life so he after, runs away he runs away he runs away and we get to see his whole life for becoming king and 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 having a child and then his child dying and it's going through this whole like montage so quickly you're like did you oh think my that that God. was really happening all of that of course I, I was did. like, I was, I was I, so, like, I was on board. I, I was I did, shocked. I did think they skipped through the journey back and all that stuff, and I was like, oh, but they're just wrapping up. Like, let's see what this experience did to him so as crazy. he runs away. And then it has this really epic moment of like, okay, someone's act like an enemy's banging down his door, and he is just like given up. He's like his, you know, his his son dies in battle, and his, you know, he. Uh, well, let's talk about how he steals his son from his the woman. Yeah, I mean, the, betrays the, the, her ultimately. He just it, he becomes a, a terrible man. He's Worst, a terrible yeah. king. He's not kind to his uh, his people. No honor, no virtue. His life is just yeah, his, no virtues. His life is misery. Five. And you think that it's just going to be like, all right, you're you're going to die. Your life is misery. And then it's you know the enemy's knocking on the door. I'm assuming it's going to be the Green Knight. Back for back for just like you remember me, <laughs> you know like I you, you ran away and it took me years to get back here because I'm just like just getting slow in my old age because uh, I'm a tree and then it, and then the door like blasts open his he pulls the green sash out from his out from his belt like under his armor which he's been wearing this whole time and his head falls off mm -hmm. and you're like 
okay, so the Green Knight did cut his head off, and he was wearing the thing, so it protected him, and he had to leave that around him all this time. Wait, no, he's still... We just got to see this whole flash forward in his imagination, and it was just all in his head, uh, that moment from And he finally from saw away. the and, consequences yeah. of his actions. He saw what being a coward would result in. Yeah, having he, no virtue leads to a life that's not worth living. So he goes, you know, no, I'm, I'm ready now. And the Green Knight says... Uh, like, well done, my brave knight. Mm-hmm. Now off with your head and smirks. And then it cuts to... Whoa, and then he takes... He's wait, and then he takes the sash, <laughs> That's right. He's, re- he's ready to actually get his head chopped off to look legitimately. Which was the the last test of his mom was like, are you going to... You know, I gave you I gave you the get out of jail free card. You could live... You could be like a mortal. But you'd have... But to do that would to be to forsake anything that's honorable. And so... So the, the honor is, is facing your death... Uh, like f- fully without fear. I mean, maybe you're still fearful, but you just choose to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, keeping your word in the face of fear. And here's the thing: I I think in the poem he does die. He gets his head chopped off by the. I green don't knight. think so. No, I think it does. I do know that he 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 wins every. It win he, he, he like, wins all of them except all for the, the virtues he push he like does well. Um, except for the except sash. For the last one. Which he's supposed to give to the Green Knight as the Lord, but he doesn't give it to him. He only so in the in mm-hmm. the um, book in the poem, sorry. Um, the wife keeps giving him like kisses every night, and then he goes and he gives those to the to the um, Lord, and he doesn't say anything about it. But he he does it like two or I think two times. Then the third time she gives him the sash. He takes it, doesn't give it to him, gives him another kiss, and then goes to the Green Knight. Mm, yeah. But I can't remember what actually happens of if he chops and doesn't die. I think that's what I remember, but we'll have to. We'll have to. I, I'm 99 sure that I, I should have read it before this yeah, podcast. But I'll look at it. I was just kind of interested in just like, does this make sense on its own as like a film? And for me, I that ending was so satisfying for me because it felt like all this like ominous lore that's like that's like you know hanging over you in your life is just a game and ultimately yeah. it's like it's all about like a- having actual bravery and mm-hmm. not just like this like silly idea of it for really just like surface level gain and i felt like that was so powerful of the greena himself just kind of being like Good job. Now, <laughs> off with your head. Like, it's like this sort of, like, Alice in Wonderland joke. It's like, hey, you found your honor. Good for you. Yeah, and then yeah. it, it's just like, all right. And and then, you know, are we to assume that he cuts his head off after that? Like, I don't think so. I think that I think that's the whole thing is just, like, this has been a game, but if you were to be in fear, then your life would have no value almost, and I would right. I would have actually beheaded you. And so yeah, that's, what this, a, that's what's so open. twisted. Yeah. That's oh, so twisted yeah. about it is it's like, you actually had to face it without fear for me to be like, good job. Mm-hmm. You know, now you get just to keep living. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's so good. This was, okay, I just read it. What happens in the poem? Um, and and this is, I think, I, I really respect David Lowry's version, but it is wrong. And that, that did make me sad or I disappointed in my initial watching. But maybe in a second watch, I'd. I'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, now that it's not more such fully. a shock. Yeah, but it, it definitely, it, it wasn't what I remembered, and I, what I remembered was right. So he 
he does three, he does two fake swings, the Green Knight, and he flinches and he then he shames him or whatever. It's like kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, he nicks him, and then the third swing, he goes for the chop, but it's only a nick. It 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 um cuts his neck but doesn't chop it off. And wasn't it kind of in the poem? Wasn't he kind of like it was almost like a. Uh, a joke to the Green Knight. He was kind of like, "Haha!" Like, yeah, and he's like, "You, you actually got cut a little bit because you lied to me. Like, the only reason that you actually got cut was because you didn't t- uh, didn't give the sash. Okay, but if you had given the sash, you wouldn't have died. Um, and so then they both are like, "Ha, that's funny," and then they part on cordial terms. It says. <laughs> 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 and uh, and, that it, version, and it's revealed that the Green Knight is the Lord and all I, that. See, this is a thing is like some things translate really well in a poem or in a book or in, you know, an illustrated book and some things don't translate well in film. Mm-hmm. And like those changes, like I just finished Return of the King and thinking about like the whole scourging of the Shire thing. Like have you read yeah. Return of the King in the book? Yeah, like, yeah. Like there's whole scenes that are cut out whole chapters that are cut out of the movie yeah. and it but it, you're like oh what would the movie be like if suddenly after all this epic battle and all this crazy stuff they go, they back, go to back, back to the shire and then they have to just like fight off all these like ruffians <laughs> you'd be like what is this <laughs> like yeah it would be really weird but in the book it's like oh this is this is great and like it it doesn't yeah there's just certain things that like i'm i'm glad that he made it his own but it also it makes me very interested in what he's doing next you know mm-hmm. what he's doing next. right no, what? He's doing Peter Pan. Wait, before we move on to Peter Pan. Well, we got to wrap soon, but Peter Pan, bless you. Peter Pan and Wendy, it's called, and it is a legitimate Disney film. He has done Disney stuff, so I'm like, yeah, okay, Pete's I guess dragon. this isn't totally out of left field, but like he said it's his version, and he's very excited. The Green he, Dragon. He said he's very proud of this more than anything he's done and it's his version of Peter Pan and Wendy so I'm like okay if the Green Knight was like his version of the story and he mm-hmm. changed a lot mm-hmm. how much is he gonna change I wonder for like mm. uh, Peter Pan and Wendy because that's a story that is very close to my heart always has been and there's never been a good live action Peter Pan uh, Hook was awesome but that's like a different own reinterpretation yeah. retelling that's like what I grew up on but I, it makes me really excited for like. I'm interested. I, d- I have no expectations. I have high expectations. <laughs> After the visuals in the Green Knight, like seeing Neverland through this guy's imagination is going to be crazy. The visuals will be dope. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be. I hope. It will be. Because like obviously Neverland is is a very right from the jump fantastical. No no questions asked there. Yeah. And I almost wonder if it'll feel like a more ground. So whereas this felt like a more fantastical version of what we were expecting, if, if this will feel like a more real grounded Peter Pan. I do, I, I do think it'll feel kind of grounded because he proved that he can do something really fantastical and still have it feel convincing and real yeah. with the Green Knight. And yeah, grounding moments of seeing goats and geese fight. <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes of duck on goat it's action. It's not 20 minutes. It's like a couple minutes. Uh, also, though, like the house, <laughs> it just fu- feels the house that's burning in the background in the beginning with that, like what was that? Oh, Do you remember that? No. I forgot about that. It keeps cutting. It'll cut to like uh, the the credits, and then it'll cut back to that shot with the like the the farm animals, and there'll be a, a fire in the background and like a barn, and it'll be more flames every time they cut back to it. 
It's yes. really cool. But then all of a sudden it just cuts to him in the brothel and you're like, what? Who is on fire? Ah, damn. I guess I'll have to go back because that's interesting. You got to watch it again. I'm disappointed about Peter Pan and Wendy because it's Uh-oh. not the same cinematographer. Uh-oh. Andrew Dole's, Uh-oh. Andrew Dole something. What did he do? The uh, It's Dragon. Did he do a uh, ghost story? So this guy, Andrew, he did. He was the DP for Ghost Story and Green Knight. Uh-oh. But, but this, it's not him. It's not him. Well, come on. I mean, I, he's maybe, the only good cinematographer. So. He's maybe. the only one, so. <laughs> maybe we'll realize hard. that the real genius was was Laurie. That's the thing with DPs. It's like there's some who they get all the credit. They add really, a, a but lot. But it's really then, the director who, who does all the work. And then there's others where it's like the director is just kind of working with the actor and the DP is like making the magic yeah. happen. You know, it's visually, I mean. You're right. All right, well, and, in summary, and then there's directors who literally are like, you know, Stanley Kubrick and Spartacus who didn't even let the DP do his job. He was just like, no, I'm going to pick up the camera and I'm going to yeah. make every shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. what's your guys' rating of the Green Knight? Oh, are we rating it? Or just biggest takeaway? What's your... My biggest takeaway, I think I already said, but overall I was like, I was kind of blown away by it. Like when you texted me about it and you were like, I watched the Green Knight, I have thoughts or something, whatever you said. I was like, if in my head, I'm like, if you weren't blown away, <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you. Because <laughs> I, I, I was blown away. The only take, the only thing that was like slightly, just watch Green Knight and then you just have two gifts. <laughs> it, it, it explained exactly how I felt. It's the, it's the, the little girl one. Little confused girl. And then it's the pretty, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, that seems like you only kind of liked it. And for me, unless you loved it. <laughs> I wasn't interested, mm. but no, I, I don't in, even in summary, I loved every single aspect of it. I thought it was perfect, except for the CGI Fox. I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> Not that <laughs> no, it was CGI. Funny. It was really good CGI. It was Weta. It was really good. It was just everything else felt so real. And yeah. then it's just CGI, like this like, little fox. And you're like, all right. Well, except for the giants. The giants were worse than the fox. What do you mean? They were real people. The giants were real people. <laughs> nah, the giants looked terrible. <laughs> the, all the, That's like... That's like old school special effect technology. I don't that's know not, why that's I didn't not like even, it. Took me out of it so so much. Really? No, the giants didn't bother me. the The fox bothered me because it's just all fake fox, especially when it's talking. But that's like the that's like the smallest of complaints. The yeah. rest of the the rest of the film, if you know, I like, if I had to I, rate it, I would rate it probably nine out of ten. I liked it a lot, and then I well, I I was definitely into it and compelled by it when watching. Upon research, but then when I read about it, I was like, okay, this movie just got a lot better. You know, that always happens for me. Is once I once I mm. dive in after the fact and I start to get into the nuance and like the yeah, di- the sure. director's thoughts, I'm like, oh, it's so much better than I thought because you can't. There's so much intention that yeah. you don't pick up on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. definitely like, and then like reframing the whole movie through the, his relationship with his mom made it way more meaningful. To and me. defining the five virtues was is really interesting, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess we did all feel like we needed to look up stuff about it, which is... Sign of a good movie. But, I mean, I didn't get to talk about this movie for, like, weeks. Not weeks, like, over a week. Yeah. You know, I'm just, like, in the in the woods alone after this. Like, I'm driving back. I'm like, I'm going to go to a campsite by myself. <laughs> and, I'm li- and I listen to the soundtrack all the next day driving around oh the mountains. God. It was, like, a great day. Oh, I guess we didn't also honorable mention to the soundtrack amazing soundtrack. the soundtrack is honestly like a masterpiece i've listened to it 
several times on its own. And I mean, if you just want to get into a zone, baby, it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it will zone you out. It's, it's really epic. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about, but I just, I don't know. I, I was interested in like the themes and if it stood on its own, I feel like it does. Yeah. I feel it like does it, stand on I, its own. I feel like I took away things from it in a way that didn't feel like spoon feeding, but I got the message and I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it, it, it felt really like intensely impactful in that moment in my life. And I, I think I just probably just cause I saw it alone and I was reflecting on it and I was like, in my in the woods for like a week it definitely had like yeah i was thinking about it it was the only movie i watched that week it was the only bit of like screen time that yeah I, that i got right yeah. so it was very like oh man this is like special yeah um so i was curious if that was just me <laughs> or if it was like that if it was that impactful no it's film. it's really good i think that my takeaway is just that i'm so drawn to stories about you know overcoming the the uh personal struggles in your life and yeah. nobility and, and true nobility so i was kind of disappointed that he changed it to him failing so much and being such a you know generally a failure yeah because that's what i was yeah. i loved about the original story was that he was the one that of all of the knights at the round table he was the one that was like the most noble sure and really yes yeah that's interesting. I, I always when i i just was reading a little bit about it and I thought what I read was that Gowan was kind of the anti the anti Arthur because like Arthur was basically Superman like always overcame every challenge and always dominated and then this guy was kind of like but at least I mean so like Lancelot you know slept with everybody and then Gowan was like at least he was noble and respecting women. <laughs> well, I mean, these are all just myths and tales. No, dude, sure. it's real freaking life. <laughs> yeah, but like, what what do we know about that? These people, if they actually existed, like, like not much, right? They're flawed humans. They so wrote poems about them, so <laughs> yeah. So they were perfect. What about what about you, Cody? He already what? said. I mean, I just really, yeah. I really liked it, and really liked it more upon reading and reflection. Yeah, I'll give it a okay. eight point seven. Eight point seven. I say a nine. What do you say? I mean, it's an eight and a half for visuals alone. So. All right. Well, there's not that many movies that inspire us to talk about them. So, I mean, there's a worth, lot. It's got to be worth something. This is the last song of the movie. See you later, Mike. <laughs> See you later, Cody. It's very Christmassy. Fare thee well and have merry. <laughs> it's been good talking with you guys. And this is not that game. <laughs> Please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>